Hey there, film fans. I'm Jeff. I'm John. And I'm Dave. And welcome to the Love of Cinema. A part in which will that did not sound like John. A part in which we'll challenge one another to discuss movies both new and old with a strictly positive critical eye. That's right. And to help us avoid lazy negativity, we've decided to make this episode a drinking game. Yeah. So anytime you hear us say anything negative at all, we're gonna play this sound. That sound means that we are taking a drink, and we hope you drink along with us. So Pour yourselves a glass and we're going to talk about a movie that's the answer to why you should never answer the door with an erection. (laughs) I'm sorry, I should have warned you guys, I'm coming in hot today. Oh yeah. (laughs) John, how you doing over there? uh... I'm I'm feeling great, great you guys, yeah. yeah. I'm a little bit under the weather, that's why I sound a little bit weird, like my voice goes in and out, up and down, um, but yeah, no. Okay, I, no, I call bullshit, it's been three seconds and she hasn't mentioned <laughs> film school. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh, God, dang. you're right. Up. <laughs> Friends, we do have a returning <clears throat> guest on here, that is right. Woo-hoo. We have Tina Nikolova, actor extraordinaire, back on the show to talk about 2008, The Strangers, and whatever else, whatever other kind of shenanigans we get into. Tina, how are you doing today? I feel amazing. Thank you guys for having me. (laughs) I am a little bit under the weather, which is why I am drinking a hot beverage, but it does have alcohol in it. Okay. Yeah, what's in it? I have uh, some Amaro in it. It works for the British. Uh, So, uh, (laughs) yes. I want to shout out my friend Carl. My friend Carl was the first ever brand ambassador for Mortlock uh, whiskey, Scotch whiskey. And he just started clearing out the whiskeys of all like the tastings and stuff that he got. And so today I finished Stranahan's was a a gift from Carl. And he gave me so much shit that every week I got a different uh, whiskey. But this is Rocky Mountain whiskey here. We are not a drinking podcast. Yes, we are. We're a drinking podcast. We absolutely are. a movie podcast. But um, Tina, do you remember what movie you were talking about with us last time we were on the show together? Um, Oh, yes. Um... You, you don't. <laughs> I do. I remember very vividly. <laughs> oh my God! What was? It was After Sun, right? Wasn't it? No, it was you wanted to be on. Yes, that's right. Yeah. It was After Sun. Yeah. Hell yeah! yeah. I knew it. We because uh, you had done women talking already. So that's we right. Decided to. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then, and then you then didn't you hit us up as well? I want to do a Barbie episode, and we were doing the Barbie episode at the time we read that message out. And it was- <laughs> yeah, I know. Fail again. Fail again. You did that, guys. Sorry about 200th that. Episode. And, um, and now you made me watch a movie that made me kind of low grade hate you, Dave. So I love it. <laughs> yeah, Tina, get that drink count up. Yeah, people. Um, mm, yummy. So we're doing the, the random year. <laughs> so you know, with the strike and everything, we're doing the random year generator. Occasionally, we'll have some mini reviews for people who go out and see some movies and want to give you a spoiler-free, like couple minutes on you know what it was like. But as opposed to breaking down the new movies, which every podcast does, we're yeah. giving you the random year generator. We got 2008. It's sort of the slumdog year. Again, I'll give you a little breakdown of that year. But we picked The Strangers, which maybe was a surprising choice, but um, it fucked us all up. So uh, <laughs> pretty, pretty soon, I'll be doing a mini review of the Marvels because uh, apparently I'm the only one that's going to see it out of the world. So. <laughs> Tickets are down, man. Bu- tickets, I don't know tickets, if that's are, buzzworthy, but tickets are worse than Black Adam, apparently. Guys, the bubble burst. I don't know what to say. The bubble burst. I watched an episode of Loki though. That was really, really good, and got me yes. back. So we're good. Yeah. All right. We'll talk about all the stuff we've been watching soon. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and shout our sponsors out. Dave, I guess you wanna you wanna do the honors. Wanna I don't know who our sponsors, sponsors are. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for sponsoring our show. <laughs> Dawson has been on our show three times in the past three months. Oh, that <laughs> fucking guy. Our musician. Go ahead. Musician <laughs> and artist. All the music you hear available on SoundCloud, Spotify. Go listen to the Nation series. It's in our show notes. I don't yep. want to go through it's it. It's in our link we tree as well. Now. He's in our link tree. And so is Carlos Barroso, who uh, was our beer sponsor. Supplied That's what Carl started giving me scotch. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Because <laughs> the beer was so good. Mm-hmm. Carlos, we want more of your beer. I think he has some for us. He did, anyway, he, he did. He did reach out and say he has some. So it's it's sitting Fuck. there aging like me, basically. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we'll get into all that stuff, all those foolishness. But first, we got some gripes to do. Any news, Tina? Anything you want to shout out? Anything that you've been up to? Without, uh, I know you're an actually, actor extraordinaire. We're plugging anything. 
Yeah, yeah, we, we can't plug anything, but how's, uh, how's life been? Can't plug anything because nothing's going on. Waiting for, <laughs> wait yeah. for the yeah. strike to be over. Right. Damn. <laughs> So good. But you did work um, with Dave. And again, we can't name what the projects were, but what does what Dave like to work with? Like how much of a pain in the ass is he? Um, he's the best. I've, I've oh, my, finger was, my finger was hovering on that buzzer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See? Tricked ya. <laughs> oh, what the hell? <laughs> I, I... <laughs> You're calling me a liar. I hear Dave yes. needs an onset masseuse because of all the heavy lifting he does around the set. <laughs> Um, well, Frankie has one at home, so yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> shout out! All right, any news before we get into our gripes? Anybody want to say anything? Anybody want to shout anything out that's going on in the world? I know Dave's gripe is newsworthy. Mm. Let's hear it. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, you can go first. Okay. All right, let's set the gripe timer for one minute. Ha- Max, formerly HBO Max, has sent a letter out <laughs> to everyone. <laughs> Introducing their uh, new premium ad-free tier and putting everyone else on the legacy ad-free tier. Now, if you're on the legacy ad-free tier, you no longer get 4K HDR. You no longer get Dolby Atmos. I still haven't got a fucking email telling me they're going to do this and I'm already on the legacy ad-free tier. And it's just like, what the fuck? Are they just like, if you want the legacy ad-free tier, that's now 20 bucks a month. So they're taking services away from people who already had like what are these guys thinking i thought warner brothers was crazy before like this is fucking ridiculous and that's I mean, what i have to is, say this is great crap dave great crap this is i mean this is the same thing that was like gas and stuff like during the inflation boom where, where corporations refused to take the inflation on themselves so they pass it on to their customers okay like, i just want to point out as well that all this shit is happening before the actors deal yeah like, all yeah. these prices are going up. It's got nothing to do with what they're negotiating at the moment. They're just jacking the prices up. Yeah, I got that email, and I was thinking, well, I just finished Succession, finally. And yeah. I might go through the whole, like, cancellation for now because, I, you know, might switch to watch something else for the moment. Mm. Yeah. I'm thinking about <laughs> ditching. Like, that's how bad it's got. I'm thinking about ditching Max. And, like, that's the home of DC. So, yeah, if you want to watch anything in 4K, it's $20 a month, which is a $4 increase. Uh, and Netflix is going to be a $20 premium subscription as well. Um, yeah. I mean, so basically, yeah, passing on the price to the, the consumer. And, you know, I, we all know, we all heard the stories about the profitability in the yeah. stock market. It was, un, you know, it was unprofitable. They were just pumping money because and then all of a sudden Wall Street came a knocking. And with all these corporate mergers and them hedging their losses and stuff, eventually it was going to be time to actually start, you know, making money and turning profit, returning some but, of that to the shareholders. Like that's, but, that's the thing, though. Like, they, they're complaining about churn and how much churn they're getting. And then they go and jack the price up. And everybody did it at once. Like, Apple's putting theirs up to nine ninety nine. Max is putting theirs up to 20 bucks if you don't want ads. Hulu's about to go up. Disney, my Disney Plus is about to double because I've come off the special offer. Right. So it's going up to 150 or 140 something a year if you want to buy it yearly. Yeah. Like it's just, you're, you're pricing yourself out of your own bloody market. And the ad supported plans are $9.99 a month, which I guess isn't terrible, but that's extra time, right? Time is money and that sucks. I just, the only thing that's really annoying is that we're not getting anything more or better. In fact, we are going to be getting less because that's yeah. the only way that they're going to pay for these new deals that they're doing, which is not the actors or writers' fault, by the way. This is no. their fuck, the show's fucking fault. No, this but is you have a $300 million dollar budget, but you have a $300 million budget for your show and it goes to Canada. No disrespect to Canada. You guys are great and they recycle <laughs> and compost and, lead, and weed is legal. But, but the actor, but the writers and actors, your stand ins don't get dick and it's like okay fuck this i'm going to canada <laughs> but it just, it just sucks when the consumer doesn't get anything better or worse and 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 even if even if we were getting a good deal which i don't know if we were getting a good deal but now it certainly feels like we're getting a bad deal now yeah you know it's, what I mean? it's, so, it's starting to get to that point where it was like wait cable was cheaper yeah yeah because you have to have everything now and everything yeah. is at least 15.99 and now it's going up to 1999. Yeah. Just sell our fucking data and give us the shit for free. Like, I don't understand what's so hard about this. <laughs> okay. You think I right. have mine. All right. Uh, let me do my gripe and then we okay. can get into 2008 yeah. and yeah. The Strangers. Clock's ticking. Okay. So I was doing some research on 2008. We'll talk about it more later. But NASA's Phoenix, which is an unscrewed space probe, whatever the fuck that is, it sounds very nasty for sounds sure. Sounds like something forgot to put together. Here's what I read. It landed May 2008 and and it lost contact November 2008 and it cost $420 million. 
including the launch, a fucking yeah. probe to Mars, it's hard to say that without laughing, cost $420 million. <laughs> Articles came out in the past two days that said a $7.7 billion extension to the Second Avenue subway in New York City has been approved. $3.4 billion in federal <laughs> and the, the other th four in whatever, state and local. Guys, $7.7 .7 billion and they're building three stations. And they keep saying they're going into the transit desert of the East Harlem. Yes, it sucks that East Harlem has to walk far to 456, but it's not like they're in Tokyo. They're, they just have to walk farther. To, so basically $7.7 .7 billion so that people don't have to walk as far to the subway. What the fuck? What happened to pricing? We could go to Mars for cheaper. We could go to Mars 10 times. It doesn't make any sense. Dude, 420 million. That's one max subscription for a year. <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> oh my god. For it would have said $420 million, including the launch, the whole like 16 months. Yeah. And then I saw well, that remember article. When, 3. Remember 4 when New Yorkers didn't mind walking three blocks? And I know the four, five, six is very like crowded and everything, but you know they're just gonna run less when they have the new second You know what I mean? It's not like they're well, gonna I mean, make, they're, are not they? Because like, if you're, stand, just... if, you're stand, if you're standing at the train station on like 57th and 7th, right? You get one N train, one R train, and 14 Q trains come through. <laughs> That's the E train too, you fucking E train motherfuckers. What were you saying, Tita? So, so Jeff, I'm, I'm assuming you live nowhere near the 456. I just wanna point out that the lack of um, compassion for for anyone read, who lives along the I've, read, line. I've, 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 I've ridden on the 456. I, I use yeah, it sometimes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> $7.7 .7 billion. Oh my God. I hope every single person riding that wow. gets it. No wonder it went up to 290. <laughs> <laughs> my God. Anyway, city bike sucks, MTA sucks. When people say New York's the greatest city in the world, I was like, not if you live here. Um, okay, cool. So. Um, <laughs> We're we're on a roll today. Jeez, we haven't even got to the movie. We're eleven buzzes in. We haven't even started. Okay. The parking sucks. Also, wait, wait, mini gripe. I sat there through the street cleaning with my fucking car, which means I have to sit in the car and then the street cleaner moves. That comes, it moves. It's just a way of getting tickets. Go fuck this shit. I move my car. The street cleaner comes. It doesn't even clean. The street cleaner doesn't even work. It just I mushes the around the cleaner. dirt. It just gets the street wet it's and dirty. Dry. If you, oh God, if I happen to be on the street when the street cleaner comes, it's just like I try to run away because it's all just dry, just like kicks up all of this dust and dirt. It, yeah. And just, mm. I yeah. Got, oh, it's the, the, thing that, the thing that fires salt out when it's going to snow, I copped that in the legs once. Yes, that hurts. Yes. But guys, this street cleaner is like using a broom to clean up shit. It sucks. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast, New York Sucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, thanks for being on the show, Tina. That's <laughs> 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 for all of us. Yeah, everybody. Okay. One. Yeah, because this is once it gets, you know, cold, it's not as good. So I need to. Yeah, yeah, it. fair. Are you gonna need to like duck off to the microwave halfway through or something? Oh no no! I have everything here with me. I have my lemons. <laughs> I have the honey. I have the alcohol, and I have some hot water. Okay, so she, <laughs> she, she, wow. I, I'm prepared. Oh my God, you are definitely prepared. Yes, because I have a lot to say about this movie. <laughs> oh my God, I'm drinking a lot. <laughs> well, let's get into it, friends. It is officially time. I'm going to introduce what was going on in 2008 to set the scene for when I graduated college. I don't. Whoa, you know, that's yeah. <laughs> All right. I moved to New York City. In I'm actually, I was actually gonna. I was actually gonna mention that right after the election of Barack Obama on our uh, world history. Of oh no! Well, my my, sure. my news is much more. Much it's much more, more important. News. You only you only do this once in your life. I mean, <laughs> okay, guys. So 2008, <laughs> Tina, Dave, mm -hmm. can you guess off the top of your head what was the highest grossing movie from the year 2008? Hmm. Uh, no idea. Dave, okay, Tina's off the hook. Dave, we just did the the the, the face off. We 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 took every summer blockbuster and pitted uh -huh. them against each Wait, other. Wait, let me see what one you of those was in two thousand eight. Hold on, uh, I didn't put it in the chat. I didn't put you... it in the chat, unfortunately. It's the Dark Knight, guys. The Dark Knight wrote. Oh, it, was yeah, so, it made so right. much money. Um, it was, I think, the second movie after Titanic hey, I can, to make. I can be forgiven because we left that whole like franchise out of our franchise face off when we first started. So. Mm -hmm. no. okay. Apparently it's easily forgettable. Well, we left this one, but then we did the summer blockbuster face-off. Mm -hmm. Guys, we have a great feed. 
Is that for, that's for Dave. Anyway, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was second, which I almost rewatched until How? I listened to the Matt and Mark movie show. Mm. Dave, just... Kung Fu Panda was number three. Hancock was four. Madagascar was five. Quantum of Solace, which kind of didn't have a writer, was six. It's like a weird year, right? But Mamma Mia, now this is the real story of this year. Mamma Mia decided to come out on the same day of The Dark Knight. Now we know this now because Barbenheimer, everybody was talking about the Dark Knight Mamma Mia thing. Mm -hmm. Because Mamma Mia, even though obviously Dark Knight made more money, Mamma Mia was the highest grossing British movie of all time before (laughs) Avatar would pass it. But like it literally was the number one British movie in England, the number one British movie of all time, Mamma well, Mia, which came out the same week as the. I movie. mean, they've only released I don't think six. I saw it. <laughs> Buzzing everybody. <laughs> you say it like that. You're like, eh. It's like Hamilton's great. It's like, yeah. Um, I but really, I think 2008 in history, apart from The Dark Knight, is probably going to be known as the year Iron Man came out, which comes in at number eight <laughs> on the uh, yes. worldwide list okay. with 585 million dollars and Robert Downey Jr.'s first 50 million dollars in his back pocket, right there. And then Wally, the best animated movie, one of the most emotional animated movies, <laughs> which we are slowly turning more and more into the people in Wally. Not if they keep putting the fucking prices up, we're not. <laughs> Yeah, about, Sorry, about, it's my problem. about 100 people it. are going to be like that and everybody else is going to be a rat in the gutter. Oh, Twilight came out this year too. Um, 2007 actually made oh, more man, money. I, got, so I, have, I have a stunty friend who went and saw Twilight and she was doing a lot of wire work at the time and she came into work the next day furious at the mm-hmm. wire. Like, it's like, it was so bad. It was so terrible. <laughs> she, was, she was absolutely, it's, it's, I think sure. it's still a button to this day. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, what else came out this year? Slumdog Millionaire won a million Oscars, but um, you know, Sean Penn and Milk won. He beat Mickey Rourke for The Wrestler. Kate Winslet wins her Oscar for Revo- not for Revolutionary Road. She actually won it for um, uh, the fucking Reader. Um, and this was the, this, <laughs> the fucking reader. This is this is the this was the Oscars when Hugh Jackman hosted, and it was during the financial you know crisis where the housing market imploded because of the uh, short term mortgage bonds or whatever the fuck subprime mortgage bonds. Um, and so Hugh Box. Jackman hosted the Oscars, and he did this whole like bit of every movie. And his for the reader was the reader. I did not see the reader, and then yeah. they moved he had a, on. He had a just, budget yeah. of like thirty dollars. There were cardboard cutouts and shit. Yeah, it was, it's, yeah. It's what so weird. His? It's on YouTube. You can find it. Yeah, his budget was $30. What was his salary, I wonder, huh? <laughs> okay, so uh, Penelope Cruz won for Vicky Cristina Barcelona. People tend to forget. And then, of course, what Heath won. What a great won. movie. Heath Loved won it. posthumously. Um, yada, yada, yada. I think um, I love the movies that I'm going to shout out before I pass it to you are In Fucking Bruges came out this year. And I just Still love never the performances. I love the performances in Benjamin Button, Doubt, Frost Nixon and Robert Downey Jr.'s nomination for Tropic Thunder has somehow made it all the years, and um, I think he did it well enough that you know they, he, they um, did get called out so recently. Finally, someone finally yeah, jumped on yeah, the bandwagon, yeah. and it was sure. was unceremoniously told to shut up the world over. It's- <laughs> but yeah, international news: a huge cyclone in Myanmar. Michael Phelps won eight gold medal medals at the Olympics with Usain Bolt in Beijing. Lehman Brothers crash, subprime mortgage, yada, 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 Barack Obama, and then that fucking space telescope I was telling you about. Any other movies you want to shout out before we talk about The Stranger? I mean, Tina hasn't drunk in a while, so let's get on to The Stranger. (laughs) (laughs) The Strangers, I believe. All right. (laughs) So we have chosen The Strangers. Um, Strangers, 2008. It's only an hour 25 and it's on Netflix, people. So go ahead and check it out. $9 million budget, $81 million worldwide, which is a financial success. Written and directed by Brian Bertino. Stars Liv Tyler, Scott Speedman from Felicity and a couple of Underworlds and Crimes of the Future, Dave. We talked about that here on this podcast two years ago. Um, Music by Tom and Andy. Cinematographer by Peter Savo. Dave, your boy. Yeah, I, cr- I don't know. I kind of got the feeling for the first 20 minutes of this, he was standing on one of those balance boards with a like yeah. a roller under it. A lot of movement. A lot of movement. Um, <laughs> buzz. <laughs> a lot of legendary producers. But the pitch, guys, it's so good. You're talking about Liv Tyler and Scott Speedman are a couple in a house in the boondocks. People start fucking with them. I think that's I think that's better than the IMDb description. But the IMDb description yeah. is a I young see couple staying. <laughs> a young people, a young couple staying in an isolated vacation home, are terrorized by three. They shouldn't have given us the number. I wish they didn't no. give us the number. Unknown assailants, friends. We'll start spoiler free. Initial thoughts, takeaways. This is the first time you've seen it, and what did you think of seeing the stranger? 
Well, I must admit, when they when it first started with that voiceover, yeah, I was at the end of it. I was waiting for da dung. Yeah, because <laughs> it sounded just like the Law and Order guy. And it's like I feel like this is a movie that's definitely relies on the hunger of like crime podcast listeners, um, because it's like loosely based on true stories, and apparently it's also based on something that happened to the I think the writer um, when he was a kid loosely, and they were yeah. left at home by themselves. And someone, rang the doorbell, yeah. and someone rang the doorbell and the sister opened it and it was someone asking for someone who didn't live there and apparently they were going from house to house robbing anyone who didn't answer the door um so we upped the ante on it a bit but uh yeah that, it was inspired by a couple of things i had fun i thought it, i thought it was what what it, what it was it set out what it wanted to do and it did it i like the absence of light that they use in this uh very yeah. similar to uh barbarian so I had a great time. I, I jumped a couple of times and I'm a giant weenie when it comes to these films. So, you know, hey. What are the producers of these produced Barbarian? Oh, there you go. Yeah, for sure. He's like, I hey, think... do this thing where you can't see him, then you can. Okay. <laughs> uh, no buzz. That was good. That was, that was good. Um, Tina, what'd you think? And Wait, Dave, have you seen this before? No. Ah, first time. Mm-hmm. All right. Tina, what'd you think? Um, I was scared. I, I gotta say, also definitely yeah. don't watch too many scary movies because I do get scared, and so I, you know, a lot of those frights worked really well on me, and I was also kind of annoyed for a lot of it. Mm. <laughs> annoyed, yeah, let's, annoyed let's, how? Let's pick that apart. Why were you annoyed? Yeah, why were you annoyed? What annoyed you? Um. Well, you know, and people just do stupid things and you're like, but, but why, why would you do that? And you mm -hmm. think, have you, what was that? There's some kind of um, fallacy type of thing where like any, any movie that stars Tom Hanks assumes that Tom Hanks does not exist in that world. Isn't, isn't that something? That I would hope <laughs> not. Can we unpack this for a second? <laughs> what, what do you, what, what does that mean? What do you mean by that? So, because I, what I want to say about, it, well, but th that it's not a real world because any movie in which Tom Hanks isn't, you know, plays a character assumes that Tom hmm. Hanks, the actor does not exist in that world. And so it's not a oh, real world. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. Um, and so when I see a movie like this, I'm thinking, I, I'm sorry, I just, got an image people... of, I, I just got an image of Tom Hanks sitting in a movie theater going, well, fuck me. Like... <laughs> Where did I go? Um, and so sometimes when I watch movies like this, and, and I know these are tropes and, and, and people, you know, have to get themselves in some kind of sticky situation in order for there to be a movie. Um, also apparently based on a true story. But I'm thinking, do these people never watch scary movies? Because I feel like if you've ever seen a horror film ever, you know, like, oh, this is definitely something I should never do. Yeah. I mean, this this wasn't based on a true story. It was based on several true stories. So there was no actual story where this happened. So they take they took a lot of liberties here. The fact that they're saying it's based on a true story, that's, that's a big uh, misdirect, I guess. Right. But yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I... I don't know. I saw a, a couple of fun things in here. I mean, Jeff, what did you think before we? Uh, uh, first of all, Tina, amazing up? job not spoiling it. Uh, that's something that I uh, yeah, it's just so good. I can't wait to talk about all these little things. N not that people, you know, we could easily go spoiler free here off the top, but I, I really like. This is the second time I've seen it. The first time I saw it, I was on tour, so it was like a bunch of us like, crowded in a hotel room watching. Is, is it. two a just, code for drugs? Pa pass. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were. <laughs> Um, we were not sober for sure. I mean, it was late after a show, and we were in, we were you know all between eighteen and twenty four in like a hotel you know in the middle of the country somewhere watching the strangers. So you know you do the math there. But um, yeah. it was. Did anybody sneak out and knock on the door? I think. <laughs> I think I think this is. It has a couple things going for it that are really great. It's short. Um, like a lot of good horror stories, these kinds of conversations are part of horror, right? It. <laughs> it was, no, I mean, in the sense that it's it's such a it's such a it, it, the premise is almost a gimmick. They Two don't people drag are in a house yeah, cool. and people start fucking yep. with it. It's got to drag it out, you know. And I love that. I love your right, Dave, with the opening voiceover. It was it's like there are 1.4 million violent crimes. This is based on a true story, <laughs> but nobody knows really what happened. They actually yeah, yeah, put the, they actually yeah. say that at the beginning, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, that means we're gonna take some artistic license. So you know, the story that they set up. Um, 
is something that happens like once in a lifetime and it just happens to be the night this thing happened. So yeah, there is a little movie nuzhing around with that kind of stuff. Uh, and then of course that leads to some sexual stuff that Dave was making a, a little joke about before. Yeah, I'm sorry. He's he's literally about to vote her on the counter and then he goes to open the door. And it's, of course, no. So did anybody yeah. think they were actually? Well, actually, they could. I guess they could have. But in this movie, you know, some people are gonna laugh. And then yes, a hundred percent scene where there's a couple things where like this is so fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> I'd be on, like, two thousand eight. Both of you have seen Scream. You're of the age. It's 2008. You were 12 when you saw Scream. You saw it and you saw it a million times and you wore the Scream mask for Halloween. You know you shouldn't separate. Stop. You know? Exactly. Exactly. You don't separate. We'll get into that a little bit later. Um, but, the, but the truth is it's it it has some scares and the premise fucking terrifying. It's terrifying because I think everybody can relate to the premise. Every yeah. single person can relate to that premise. I mean, it, that's that's the thing. It's like this could happen to anyone. No reason is given. Yep. Um, the the last line in the film that they get is terrifying. Yep. Um, and it's like it's it's scary for like other reasons than just the the jump scares and the the shit that goes on. All right, let's go into spoilers. All right, I mean, we'll turn, yeah. I'll turn, I'll turn <laughs> this, I'll turn this spoil thing this 2008 on. movie. Yeah, uh, every, everybody uh, everybody ready to ruin this 2008 movie? Woohoo! So, so James Bond's <laughs> dead, huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm dead. that's a dick move. It's a dick move. <laughs> that's what John did the second... <laughs> With the second spoilers. we went into spoilers, he's like, so let's talk about it. They killed Bond. We were like, dude! <laughs> Way to dip your toe in the fucking water. And then I knew this was going to happen. My dad was on his lawnmower. And Iron Man dies too. I don't mean... Fuck! <laughs> my, da- my dad was on his lawnmower and like didn't Kids, hear that we were about going into Santa. spoilers. And then... <laughs> all right, for all of us, get it out of your systems, people. Get it out. All right, let's spoil the strangers. Um... According to Tina, they already did. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I just wanted to mention about the voiceover, right? They say, we still don't know what happened. And so immediately I know no one made it out alive. Well, you see that in the beginning too, with the kids, with the the phone call, which is right. And so, you know, like, oh, well, so that that is the one thing I didn't like about this. And I'm going to skip straight to that end scene. Because oh, the, well, the, we're final, the, yeah. the final oh, yeah. scare cheapens oh. the whole movie. They could they, oh. they really yeah. should have just left that out. I, I that was that was a, a missed choice. That was bad. Because <laughs> it was it's not like she was a killer. If it was a killer who was dead and they thought he was dead and then he came back and like killed the kid or something, that would be terrifying. But Liv Tyler hmm. dies. She's dead. She's dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. she pretty much got stabbed through the heart. It's you know, hmm. I did yeah. I the one thing I did like is this didn't start how you're kind of expecting like it starts with the yes, end of a relationship I enjoyed that. and you yeah and i mean again that that praise on a bit of schadenfreude it's like oh shit what went wrong we all know what happened straight up um but it it's almost like you go from like that psychological trauma into like a playful psychological trauma when these people turn up and start yeah fucking with the people in the house but i just want to talk for a second about the uh the male character because I don't know, he was portrayed as like he was just entirely dismissive of any feelings she had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every, yeah, it's like I you have can, something to like, say about that. You can stop freaking out now. I'm here. Like that was that was what he exuded. You're a hysterical woman. There's no one here. There's no one here. There's no one there. It's gonna be all right. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Well, I'm gonna go so- outside and save you. It's like, ah, oh, okay. I don't really know how to load this gun, but <laughs> yeah, I, I'll tell you what. For someone who, for, okay, for someone who didn't know how to load the fucking gun or use it, he certainly pulled a power move with it through that door. Yeah, yeah. Like he, he, in somewhere, somewhere on day three, he got training. Like they have obviously had a break there. <laughs> yeah, on <laughs> on Felicity, they did some uh, armament training. I will say though, I made a I made a joke earlier about the cinematography being really really shaky, and I. I stand by that. It was shaky as shit in the first start of the movie. Um, but when we got into all hell breaking loose, it really lent itself to it. It was like I enjoyed it a lot more. But when they're doing those emotional scenes, it just didn't fucking work for me at all. When it worked for me was when, for example, we would see, let's say she's looking out the window and then there's someone behind her and the camera is doing that. It's like, oh, someone's watching yeah. her. Like someone's mm-hmm. moving behind her. So it really allowed for yeah, that. Yeah. But it, it was used a, a bit 
too much. So sometimes, sometimes I'm sure they said early on, they were like, the tripod is never going to be in use. It's going to be handheld. (laughs) It's going to be steady cam. And I guess the, the thinking is if even in the, the texture of the romantic conversations at any second, one of those little masks can pop out because that worked for me. So let's head into that my first segment for the, the episode here. What was your favorite scare? What was the one that actually worked and actually like got you? My uh, favorite, I my did favorite... like a, an audible like <gasps> when um, we first see the the first masked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that first scare uh, that wasn't the, a scare where he just appears in the middle of the frame. Or just appears behind her in the, yeah. And he's I in was, the middle of the living room. I laid forward in my chair and went, oh, yeah. fuck. Like, that's yeah. like, same. <laughs> yeah. 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 The first time I saw I mean, it got me this time, too. It got me really good. But I'm glad they did it there because, you know, not that this is rocket science. We're not going to, we're not spending a, a, a butt probe to Mars. But um, they're just, we're just making movies. But I did, but, but when, by doing that, it it does you know the famous like mirrors thing right where like in psycho she's closing mirrors all of the time because you're just waiting for somebody to appear and they never do <laughs> at any moment this person could appear and it just makes the movie more tense so i'm glad hmm. that they did that so early and, and that, it was the best scare in the movie for because me. Of, because they were playing with absence of light as well they could appear in the middle of a frame not it's not jumping in from the edge or the camera spins they can appear from the middle of a frame and that's great. And your girl, Dave, from your homeland, Australia. Also, by the way, in 2008, Australia uh, said sorry for wiping out all the uh, Aborigine populations. Uh, actually, that was the stolen generation. Stolen generation. The stolen generation. They that's took all great. the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and but the British are the bad ones. Um, so anyway, um, I don't know anything about this politics. I should <laughs> just buzz me and shut the fuck up. No, I'm making a point. Um, my point is. Your girl, your country person, Gemma. I was gonna say Gemma Artron. That's not true. Gemma no. Chan. Yes. No, that's not. No, no that's not Gemma not true Chan. either. Fuck. What? Gemma. Gemma. Uh, Ward. Buzz. Okay. Buzz. Yeah, Buzz. I could. I could have helped him. I was making him work for it. <laughs> you bastard. Gemma Ward, Australian. The way she does that, his Tamra home, and you can't oh, really see her face. That yeah. is and of course, so good. And of course the and of course the light bulb was out. These things go a long way. So I bet you there's a lot of horror fans that are like, good premise, not a very good horror film. But for me, like these things work. Just quickly as well. Who the the fuck wires their front porch lights in series? Because he only had to screw one light back in for both those porch lights to work. (laughs) Is that, was the other one out too? I wasn't. Well, obviously, because like she couldn't see her face. But you could see her. So, or maybe, maybe Gemma Ward just knows exactly where her light is. She maybe carries she her just, in shadow around with her. That was very well done. That, <laughs> that, like, not being able to quite see her. And, yeah. Guys, these three did a good job of terrorizing. Oh, yeah. People. I mean, the, they were the creep factor of those, like, you never see their face, even when the masks are off. Well, I kind of like it at the end where they take it. The first time I was like, why did they do that? But the second time it was kind of like, well, they have to do it now. Yeah. They have to finish the job because they've seen their face. So mm-hmm. they have to. Oh, I know what that means straight up. Oh, my God. Every, everybody watching up. this podcast, expect a visit. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, can we can we talk about uh, I just I want to I want to get your take on this because it, it struck me, um, you know, trying to think, OK, why? Why is this character right? Liv Tyler's character? Um, being punished, let's say, right? Like all these bad people come to terrorize her. What has she done to deserve this kind of punishment? Mm. She said no to marriage. So I'm just wondering, because this this happened right after she basically decided she doesn't need a husband at home. Um, So I just, I was wondering uh, what you guys thought of that. I I think they could have added a big element of depth, but I think if he was home, they would just would have tortured both of them. Yeah, I I mean I'm not sure if that was that was implied or anything. I think like the whole point of this was this happened for no reason whatsoever. Like what yeah. why are you doing this to us? You answered the door. You're home. Cuz you're home. The way they say yeah. that too. Cause yeah. Cuz you're home. And then she the, asked the for end, Tamara. The next one will get easier. And she <laughs> asked for Tamara. She asked for Tamara before he goes, right? So he yeah. was there, and then he leaves, which again, so fucking stupid. Yes, but, yeah, yeah. He but, he left so, her there. I was like, why, why, yeah. why would you leave her there? Yeah. alone in the middle so, of nowhere. Why didn't she leave too? Okay, okay. He's just broken up with her. It's awkward as yeah. fuck. Uh, they're at each other's throats, and she has no cigarettes. If the people outside don't murder him, she might. 
<laughs> it did. It didn't seem like she wanted to murder him. I mean, she just said Guys. she wasn't ready. It yeah. wasn't like, oh, we got into some like insane fight. Guys, and they kind of they kind of half reconciled that before they even got to the the fun and games. Yeah, yeah. But he just wanted they to basically... go drive around. Who wants to go for a drive that late in the middle of nowhere? No, no, when someone four, just rang your doorbell asking for morning. fucking Tamra. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's four twenty in the morning. Um, they need to work on their window locks for they, sure they in this do. house. Um, <laughs> why he has a gun? He killed his friend. Sure. <laughs> Shout out to Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> what Dude, do I need is, to know any lines? That is not how lines. I expected Good. Mike to go out. But the first thing that went through my head was, "Wow, drink and drive. You pay the price, Mike." See, if there was, yeah. <laughs> if there was more metaphor there. Oh my but god! See, the, so the here you're saying crazy. here you're saying that he paid the price. So I'm just saying, why is she paying the price? No, because I'm, I'm with you. They, I'm with you. They could have done a little bit more. Because she said no to and, oh to the ring, and they and they saw the ring too. So they they could have mm. done more with that. But I I think ultimately they just cared more about there was no reason for this. But if it was any longer than an hour twenty five, they would have they they would have needed more. So I think yeah, they, they might have. I think they got away out. with it. But anyway, he has a gun, and then he's going to go to the shed with the gun and leave her in the house that they know has been broken into multiple times. Like, yeah, uh, th that may, yeah, that, that is where it was weapon. like, like he's li he's literally, you. yeah, he's seen he's seen his phone been moved inside the house, and then he goes, "Stay here," and she goes, yeah. "Why would I stay here? <laughs> you just proved my phone was taken, your phone's taken. That's at least, yeah. Why he's, why is this the place to be? He's literally thinking while they're going for you, I'll escape with the gun." <laughs> the place to be is as close to the fucking butt of that gun as possible. The heel yeah. of that gun is exactly you where I want to be. You don't want to be on the mic end. <laughs> you don't want to be on the fucking mic end of that gun. That shot was awesome, by the yeah, way. That sound that was, was great. Boom! Yeah. Oh, it was so good. It's like just it was dead. So good. Done. And of course, you knew it was going to happen, mask. right? You knew it was going to happen. No, I didn't. That one caught me. That one caught me completely really? off guard. Yeah, I forgot that he was sitting there with a gun pointed at the door. I knew for they, sure because the first so one he started, you know, calling their names. I was like, yes, yes, announce that you're there. Otherwise, you're going to get it. And then he stopped talking. And I was like, no, no, you yeah. can't be quiet. You can't be quiet. They don't know you're coming. They don't yeah. know you're coming. I knew it was coming. Just remind <laughs> me not to sneak up on you. <laughs> the same, also, yeah. guys, one of my favorite college humor sketches of all time. Not that I watched it that much. And I think it died a very slow death. They could have really done a good thing. College Humor just was, you know, funny videos. It's basically like the mm. barstool sports of like so, great sketch comedy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> was <laughs> this this Batman disappearing act where you know Batman always <laughs> yeah. disappears. And and then the but the guy would always turn around before Batman could fully disappear. And they're like, What, where are you going? He's like, Nothing, nothing. And he would like th like they would always catch him before he could actually disappear. In this movie, I they might have they might have overstepped their welcome with the disappearing acts. There were so many. Yeah. And the first couple were very effective, but at a certain point, it's like, okay, they didn't run out of the field. Like they didn't run four hundred meters in three seconds. At one point, I got the impression they're playing with us. Well, okay, yeah, can I we guess, just? But... <laughs> to my point, to my point about have they never seen a scary movie? So she's standing right there. They're both watching her. She disappears like that, and he does not see anything strange in that fact. It's like, oh, I'm gonna go talk to her. Oh, yeah, she's yeah. oh, she was there a second ago. She just vanished. No, that's fine. Yeah. They're pro oh, you know, people yeah, don't she... just stand there. They they probably want something. I'm just gonna go check to see what she wants. Oh <laughs> Come on. <laughs> what? A, what? I mean, I, I get it. I, if if yeah. you are standing in the middle of a street and you suddenly vanish, you might be up to something. <laughs> I'm gonna be suspicious. We ended up, luckily for them, we end, they ended up getting the Jurassic Park moment, which is we're in the house for too long, right? No disrespect, it's claustrophobic, but at a certain point, like we just have to get out of the house. So we go, we do the car stuff, like multiple times we go out front. Hmm. But then, oh my God, there's a shed. I didn't know that. And so we end up getting it, but there was an opportunity to basically like create a new they house. They built that shed. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the intruders turned up, built the shed. <laughs> like when they run out of here, they're going to run in there and we got them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they just, yeah. They just... <laughs> I did not no. expect that to be that funny to you. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, <laughs> I had like, no idea what you were talking about for at first, but you just refused to give up on it. So yes. You just kept going. 
<laughs> okay. I was going to do another gimmick of what was your favorite scare. What was there aren't that many lines in this movie, but what Oh god. I wrote What was your favorite What was your favorite line and or you can have a part B. What line like is going to stay with you the most? Well, can I go first? Sure. Are you a sinner? Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> That's so good. With the pause, that pause. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. Can I have one? And he just held held her eye line. It was, yeah, it was really good. And also there's a fucking destroyed windshield on the front of that truck when they pull over <laughs> in front of those kids. I want to just quickly, to divert quickly, when they're in the car and the the car's pulled up behind them and they've, they've turned on the headlights and there's a guy in front of them. Like, my wife is straight up like, run him over. Yeah. <laughs> You've got a car. He's not going to fight the car and win. Dave, the F1 fans would say, you didn't have the tires. They didn't have the tires. <laughs> All right, someone else's line. T- Tina, go ahead. Thanks for lighting me a fire. Oh, <laughs> passive aggressive as fuck. That's good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I just, there was there's some lines that she said that I was like, that this i just i i i don't like james we need a gun i mean come on <laughs> yeah it's i mean there were a lot of lines there that james, were like we need I'm james just you know to be- what we need you know what we need um what do they call those oh yeah weapons yeah i'm just, I'm just trying to reconcile and stab you at the same time it's <laughs> speaking of stabbing oh wait do, do you have another line I don't. Jeff? I have a couple. Yeah. Go, go. Is there anything oh. else you want to shout? I have a couple. Yeah. Go for it. While I make well, myself I mean, another. I, drink. I, I think. I think the one that the one that's the scariest. And I I spent a decent amount of the pandemic in a house, by the shore, out of season. And so, which sounds fancy, I guess, but it was like, it, at <laughs> at, no, at night with the with the glass and everything, it would have been very very easy to ruin our psyches. It would have been very easy to fuck us up. Noted. You get like one kid in a mask to just like stand outside the glass until we noticed. And, and you know, I'm, getting I'm the calling gun. the cops, I'm know. getting therapy. Yeah, getting yeah. Gun. And, <laughs> that is a dangerous game to play in this that day That kid could have easily disappeared. Like it, it really, it was, it was spooky. It was definitely not a place to eat edibles. Um, <laughs> th- I mean, the one, that, the one that always is gonna stay with me is because you were home. You mm. Because you're yeah. wrong. I think another one that always fucks me up is after that whole conversation outside, which by the way, it's four in the morning where she comes looking for Tamara and he still leaves to go for a drive. It's four. If, if I was in that country where, house, also, if I was in the shore house at, and at four in the morning, someone knocked on the door, I am building a fucking barricade until the sun comes up. There's no way that I'm like, let's go back outside. That's also, no who, way. Who the fuck is building a country 24 hour bodega? Where's he going oh, yeah, to get where, these cigarettes? He, he's obviously going so what the but, f- yeah. But also, so she calls him and says she came back. He does not believe her. She's yep. very scared. She says, stay with me on the phone. The phone cuts out, and he's and he not at all in. concerned. He, he comes back and he's like, he just comes back and be like, like, it's okay. What are you doing? It's okay. Nothing's yeah. going on. I'm it's, here. There's no one here. There's no one here. Like she's That's being what... hysterical and, and like she's hiding. He I... can't find her, and he doesn't come in and say hello. Where are you? He like sneaks around the house. It's so strange. I but at least they put the thing with the. I don't know. The broken engagement's a little much, but at least there's like tension, so they want to be separate. You know. I guess that's a good idea. Um, but anyway, the line that stays with me is Tamara's not here. No, no, you got the wrong house. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sorry. And then she goes, "See you later." Oh (laughs) yes, yeah, that was great. If a stranger ever says that to me, see you later. Yeah, you know what'll trigger me if I'm hiding in the house. If I'm hiding in the house with a gun and country music plays on, I'm coming out blasting, man. I'm not going out to a fucking country song. Yeah, real hacker. (laughs) Mama tried. Mama tried what to raise those psychopaths better? Like, what did Mama try? That's the name of the song. But also that that no one tried to just like stop the music. Just fucking throw the whole record player in the fire at that point. This is (laughs) ruining everybody's time. It should be quiet. You want to hear? Oh, man. I mean, it was well established in the early 80s. You can't stop the music. (laughs) Okay. Can we talk about the, can we talk about the 
final, you know, the actual. Let's do it. Let's yeah. Murder scene. Well, what did hmm. you guys think about it? Very Godfather esque. I thought there was going to be more of that. Stomach. You thought there was going to be more slash. There was a kind of a letdown. I expected. I said what you would think and I to drink. <laughs> I expected him to get slashed up a bit, and then what's that? There's a movie I'm thinking of where they slash someone and the person's still alive and they pretend like they might actually live. I can't. I don't know. Why this sounds vague. Yeah. But like, I mean, they can't afford that level of effects. They couldn't afford a steady cam. <laughs> they had a. I think they had one. Anyway, um, nine million dollars. And they built the shed too with that yeah. budget, Dave. Um, I, I thought there'd be more slashing. What'd you think, Tina? I just, I mean, I understand that at, at a point like that where you feel like there's nothing else you can do, you, you sort of give up. But I'm also thinking, do you give up though? Because it just, it just feels to me like I know where the knife is coming from. The knife is right there. This is what's going to kill me. And if I turn my face away, I mean, I know like th- these are my final moments of of, of life. I, f- I feel like there's a part of you that still is trying to live. Don't yeah. you think? I'd be Tasmanian deviling that fucking chair, man. Because I, I, I feel like when you're, when and you see the weapon, this is the thing that's going to kill you to like not have your eyes on that thing and try to avoid it somehow or, or yeah, acknowledge look for an it. Escape, look for something like, it's just felt like there was a little bit, you know, them like looking at each other and I love you. It's like, I know if a comet is coming and I know like very soon, you know, this like this thing is, you, yeah, you, you have that moment, yeah. but you like, don't want to watch the comet coming, but yeah, no, but I, it's the, yeah. but it's the, the knife is right there. Yeah. The person is right there. I, I, I feel like, to the end, there's a part of you, this instinct that's just like trying to survive yeah. and trying to avoid this particular danger that is right there. And it just felt like it was very slow and just like, I mean, you know, the stabbing and it just like, you're just like, oh, I'm just gonna watching, I'm watching you be stabbed and I'm just like waiting for my turn and like trying to, I just, yeah. just felt like, wouldn't you be just trying something, even mm. if it's pointless? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I get, I get what you mean. Because like tidal waves and comets and stuff like that, like there's no avoiding that. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's wasting everything. But and I'd she be watches back flipping that fucking chair trying to get away from that knife. Like, I mean, she watches him stab the stab in the stomach. Like at that point, your rationality, your sensitivity is fucking out the window. No, yeah, I'm you're, not I think you're right. I love you and like looking at the engagement ring that I chose to say yeah. no to that is stuck to my finger anyway and I'm saying like oh you know I, I, I guess I wish I said yes or something um, yeah. you know yeah. if I, I, I mean, said yes none of this would have happened while, while we're talking about <laughs> goofs and wrong tracks I, I also want to bring up when she's in the shed and she finds the radio and we finally get someone on the other end of that radio like that's a ham radio he's not going to ask where are you a ham radio operator's first question would, would be, what are you wearing? Because that's a woman on the other end of that thing. <laughs> you know it's true. You know it's true. There's some lonely motherfuckers out there in ham world. At 5.30 in the morning? Yeah. <laughs> in ham world. Also, guys, she's making so much sound in a shed while three people are stalking her. I need her looking around I for know. those velociraptors. You got to yeah. look around for the I velociraptors. I know, there's just so much noise and when she was hiding in the closet and i was like yes you found a hiding spot look behind you do not knock anything over it's like you're moving too much you need to be still yeah <laughs> absolutely 100 yeah. still to be honest i was expecting one of them to already be in there with her me too yeah <laughs> yeah they did a good job with that well guys i think we're starting to to bring this to a logical conclusion here i mean <laughs> it was good not great but it's the kind of movie that's fun to talk about. It's, it's I imagine now is, that we've seen it, it I mean, would be I fun was to watch. Scared. I'm yeah, scared. it'd be fun to watch with someone who's never seen it in like mm. three years, four years. It'd be yeah. fun to like rewatch. I, I think it's and... like to your your first viewing with a group of people, which is when these scary movies are always fun to watch with a group that's of fun. people. Exactly, that's what I was thinking. Because I'm be alone, fun. I was watching it alone here. My roommate's not here. Also, in the middle of the movie, I came out into the kitchen, and the my roommate's lights in his room are 
uh, timed to turn on at 6 p.m. And that is exactly when I was here. And I know this fact. That's so funny. I still. know this very well, but still, when it happened, and it happened, it's like in two goes, I was just like, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> this is too much. So there is the time sitting on the, on the couch with a shotgun watching the movie. <laughs> but I was also thinking that... Look, why I said I was low grade hating on you for making me do this is like, it's one thing to experience these sorts of emotions and be scared when you're with a bunch of people and you're all having fun and you're all having the same, you know, you're jumping in your seats all together. Okay, good. But if I'm sitting here alone and I'm watching something and the moral of the story is there is no rhyme or reason. Yeah. Bad shit just happens. Every day. Um, you know, and why? Well, you know, in America, we're bored. So we're just going to go and terrorize some people. Yeah. yeah. I just, I like, I don't feel very happy about that. <laughs> I don't get any satisfaction of, of yeah. seeing something that's even, you know, scary, but you think there's some sort of meaning to it, some sort of reason. And you can mm. see the sort of the layers and you're yeah. like, okay. And then, um, someone gets away or you, you know there's some kind of logic to it but you're watching something and says no we just terrorize people yeah one psychopath to be is you tough. for going through it all on your own yeah. <laughs> one psychopath is tough three is yeah how do they become where do they meet how do they know what's the what's the first conversation that says you know, list. We, i've always have you ever wanted to uh craigslist yeah honestly okay 2008 yeah probably yeah all right, All friends. Right. Well, that concludes our conversation with Gina Nicolova about 2008's The Strangers. I'm sorry you watched it alone. <laughs> I, I actually watched it alone, too. The significant other, Angela, is in London, mm. and I waited until, like, 11 to start this, and I was like, shit, no, I, I can't, like, it's, I, it's late, and I got to push play, and I got to go, yeah. and there's nothing else I can do. The only advice I can give you is don't look behind you. Um, and leave all of your windows and doors open because why not because it won't help yeah dave Dave, do we want to set up next week's episode now do you want to spin the random year generator now if you like let's do it we'll spin it now and then we'll do what you've been watching give you your recommendations of the week let's go what are we going to be what are we going to be in store for oh the 80s 82 82. 82. Whoa. Blade Runner came out that year. Number one movie at the box office, I believe, was... I mean, if we, if we were talking about Blade Runner, we would have to talk about the re- the theatrical release. And I don't think anyone's ready for that. <laughs> uh, e- I think E.T. was number one at the box office in 82. Um, all right. Well, cool. we'll have some fun. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll think about it and just follow the feed. See what we pick. Let's do a quick round of what you've been watching where we give our recommendations of the week and let you know what we have been watching. Since Tina is playing the role of John, that means that you'll go second, Tina. So Dave is going to go ahead and continue on and go first here. Dave, what do you got? Well, you like watching? you, I've been making my way through Loki. I'm yeah. fully up to date, loving it. Um, this one was good, right? Yeah. This last episode, yeah, time was, hopping and it was really good. Before like, the, um, yeah. I actually enjoyed the episode before that even better. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they're just going from strength to strength. And then I also, yeah. this week, went right back and watched... Uh, Chris Nolan's Memento, because I could not remember how that movie ended. Neither could they. Despite the end being at the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's kind of like Merrily We Roll Along without singing. So I I, I talked about this last week because I said I had never... (laughs) (laughs) You just realized what I said. No, no, yeah. I was in a literary film adaptation class, and the short story is in chronological order, which is hilarious. Um, So um, the... Nolan's I a, almost lost like, it. He's obsessed with backwards time. Oh, fuck it. Yeah. Tenet. Um, <laughs> Tenet! Inception. <laughs> what, what's real? Nothing's real. Um, the fucking Point Break. I said I'd never seen it all the way through because I'd seen the ending of it 20 times because I would it would be on cable TV and I would see Swayze and Keanu and I'd be like, well, let's go. And I would watch it till the end. So I never saw the beginning. So it's like Memento's the same thing. It was on TV a decent amount and I couldn't, it's the same thing with The Usual Suspects. I would just like start watching it and I just like never watched the beginning of it. So I, I actually don't know how it ends because I've never seen the beginning of the movie. <laughs> all right, Tina, what you been watching? Um... Yeah, I was trying to remember if I've seen any movies in the theater recently that I, but I it's been a couple of weeks and it's, my it's brain slim is fried. Out there. 
Um, but uh, like I mentioned earlier, I, I I was a little bit late to to this, uh, but I just finished Succession and um, so good. Just loved it. So. Uh, do you, do you think? Because there's a lot of recency bias. Do you think it's in the pantheon of the greatest shows of all time? Yeah. Shit. There you go. You should probably start yeah. it. It's it's good. It took, me, it? <laughs> it, it, it took me a couple. It took me a couple of times. I you know maybe wasn't like in the right place to watch it when it was happening, but I went back recently and just it is really really good. Really. I do like being able to watch it on my own time. I was the same way where I never watched it the week it came out. I was, <laughs> but not even. I, I I would watch it the next year. The new season was coming out, and I was like, "Oh fuck, I finally need to watch it" or something. I didn't catch up until the last two weeks. I saw the finale in time, but otherwise it was the same way because it was like, well, the fucking Roy family, they're just going to talk about some fucking share shit and give you some <laughs> dick jokes. And then like, you know, they're just going to yap about who's, you know, and it's just like, okay. But when you watch it, it's just, it's so gripping. And then of course this season, there were some of the best episodes that I've ever seen ever. And just the way they were filming it and then the, how so many of the scenes that were so long, they actually just went straight through. Like the and, and they would just like, film like a 25 minute scene just like yeah. the whole thing so besides and... besides the episode the wedding which came out this year um i think it was episode three four five somewhere in the early episode range of this year besides that one do you have any other episodes to highlight because i have one that for me was like bam people love the hunting episode from season one there's another one for me what do you think um i would say season three finale yeah um was pretty spectacular but is that the the episode you're talking about? Is that actually for me? It was the season four finale where the mom calls and she gives up her vote. She she trades her vote in. Uh, that one is huge. But the season three and season four finale, both of those for me are just like holy shit. Well, season four is the last one. That's not the season four finale. Is the series finale? The season three finale, then. Yeah, so that's the, that's the, the one was, I'm talking about. I was like, about. hang on. Oh my <laughs> Have God, you well, not finished the series? <laughs> wait, there's only four. Wait, the, the the wedding, that's a different wedding. The different wedding, the mom's imagine, wedding. Imagine that's finding out you're the whole of the wedding. season. <laughs> the well, one where the they, episode, they leave the... The, the episode, uh, try not to spoil it for Dave, but the, the episode in, in season four, when the thing happened yeah. that everyone was expecting would happen, but it happened when no one was expecting what happened, the way that episode was shot. Yeah, that's... <laughs> you know exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. If there's, ever, if, there's, if there's ever going to be an... If there's ever going to be an Emmys for this year, they should have gotten all the votes because by the time people vote, it's, you know what I mean? Hopefully, oh my mm. God. Anyway. Ah, succession. <laughs> yes, okay. but, that, but that episode. Is... I love it. So this weekend, guys, I was so ready to watch Killers of the Flower Moon. I was so ready to go. And then I'm adjudicating something that I forgot I was adjudicating and I got the email and it's so much. I, I literally was asking Dave. I was like, so YouTube, like how do the YouTube statistics work? Because I have to watch all these videos. I, like I literally was like, can I cut quarters? And Dave was like, no. Yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm, 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 I do, I'm doing my job and I'm very happy about it. But I just <laughs> totally lost like 10 hours this weekend. 10, yeah, like 10 hours this weekend. I lost So you did see thing. it. I'm getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very happy. It's a great job. It's a it's a great gig. But I was just I forgot that it was this weekend. I was like, oh fuck. And it's all virtual at least. But anyway, so I didn't get to see that. So after this movie ended, I was like, well, I can't go to sleep right now after watching this. So I turned on the Backcom documentary. So I started that. I've only seen one episode and it's good. Loki I'm watching. And for Halloween, I had never seen The Others, which is the um, Nicole Kidman mm-hmm. oh, um, yeah. kind of ghost story movie. And what's so funny is after the the end of the movie, when it ends, I go, you know what? I feel like I know about this movie. Like once I've seen it, I was like, oh yeah, I feel like people talk about this movie and they and have spoiled the ending or the gimmick or the gag or whatever <laughs> of it. And I forgot until it was over, I, I told, I may, you know, I do let myself forget. I let myself be a dumb movie watcher as best as I can. And I, I totally forgot. I've seen and it. it me, yes. <laughs> <laughs> when we watch, Dave, when you and I watch, when you and I watch Coda, I had I'm no so idea what was going mad. on. Uh, 
is he, would, he watched Coda with his fucking sports settings on the TV. My TV was brand fucking new. All right, <laughs> it was it was brand new. I just did like whatever. It sounded still. great. It sounded great. You came over. You sat on my uncomfortable couch that came in a box, and I appreciated it. We drank nine percent beers. We got drunk and we cried. I don't. What do you want? Okay. <laughs> 1982 next week. Tina, thank you so much for joining us this week. It was so nice to have you back on. So, uh, so, so, so fun. Thanks for having me. One of, these days you, one of these days you'll have some say in the movies that we, we pick. Okay. <laughs> but no promises. All right. Okay. Any- Bid on twice. We might take a request next time. <laughs> Maybe okay. next time. Well, thank you so much again. We really appreciate having you on. Thank I can't wait guys. to hear about all the things you're up to when this fucking strike ends. Um, <laughs> yes. Which they met yesterday on Saturday, so usually yeah. that's a good sign. And I mean, they're reviewing. They're reviewing the yeah. proposal. So we'll see. All right. See. Thank you so much for listening, <laughs> to film fans. We will see you next time. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>